you have to focus on one thing at a time when it comes to starting. Mm. So I focused on my career first. And once that took off, and then I could focus on the second thing, which was my relationship. And then once I had my career and my you know, relationship, I had my baby. So I feel like you can't do two or three new things at once. Yeah. When I was growing up, I was always told that I was too much to handle. I was too loud too opinionated, too demanding, just plain too much. Now, as an adult, I celebrate these qualities within myself and within the women I know. This is a call to action. This is a space to own your too muchness. This is too much to handle. I'm Hannah Cranston, the host of Too Much to Handle, where we talk about the amazing, the raw, the ugly, the painfully funny, and just plain real truth behind being a woman in your 20s and 30s. These are the conversations you're already having behind closed doors about everything from sex and dating, career pros and woes, to body issues. And we're just airing them. They might be too much to handle, but that's what we like. And today I am going to be way too much with Laura Gimbert, the incredible lady behind the Instagram PR boss babe. She's a PR and digital marketing business owner. She's a coach and consultant. She's a mom, she's a wife, and she's my friend. Hi, Laura. Hello. <laughs> you guys, I want to tell a really funny story. Um, when I was reading her credits before we started shooting this so that I could get them approved, I didn't have a wife in there. And she was like, well, add wife. Like that's hard work too. I need credit for that. Yeah, that's definitely a rule. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yes. Um, Laura and I just realized that we've been friends for like five years. Yeah. Five. Which is wild. Yeah. Time flies, but we don't see each other much. Yeah. So it's good that we follow each other on yeah, social media. I feel like we DM yeah. like almost every week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we DM a lot. Yeah. I mean, it feels like we're on the same, you know, page. Yeah, totally. And a funny fact about our friendship is I was <laughs> very briefly dating Laura's now husband's best friend yeah. for a very short period of time. Um, but I, when we broke up, I was like, wait, no, like I liked Laura. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to lose her. So I was just like, totally. wait, we can still be friends. Right. Yeah. And that's, we just stayed friends. It's hard to make friends as an adult. So yeah. however you meet like badass ladies, yeah, there was a connection, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so funny. Okay, guys, uh, do me a favor real quick before we jump into all of the amazing things that we're going to talk about with Laura. Take a screenshot of this episode and be sure to post it on your story and tag me at Hannah Cranston and Laura at PR Boss Babe so that we can uh, share it on our own Instagrams. And also, if you have a moment, please leave a review. It means so, so much to me and my uh, sense of self-worth, but also do the uh, life of this podcast. So please do that. And I want to read a review of the week. And this review of the week is from Kendall Cook, who says, love this podcast. Always know I can come and listen when I have a bad day. No, that makes me so happy. I hope we're, the goal here is to spread positivity. 
you know, mm-hmm. talking about real life things, which aren't always positive, but positive spin on it. Um, and one of the real life things that we're going to talk about today with Laura is balance. Mm-hmm. Because you, you got, you got a lot going on, a little. girl. Yeah. <laughs> you have your business, you have your coaching, you uh, got married in Bali, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a baby, you have this perfect Instagram. How do you balance it all and balance it all at once? That's a big question. We're going to unpack it over the next however long this podcast episode. But give me give me your sort of, you know, uh, advice for how you balance it all. I mean, honestly, I think there's no one trick or one way of doing things. I think that everything is in your mindset and how you approach the situation and just not getting stressed and mm. thinking one thing at a time, organizing, prioritizing, you know, like doing all that so that everything gets done. Yeah. No. And that's, I mean, I think that's really good advice. And I think for so many people who are like, oh, I don't have time, you know, that's like such a common um, cop out. Am I, I know that's a bitchy thing to say, but it is a cop out, right? Because you still prioritize going to the gym. Yeah. You guys, Laura has the sickest body I've ever seen. (laughs) Laura's (laughs) postpartum body (laughs) is my goals. But but it is about prioritizing. So how totally. do you how do you pick what to prioritize and when to prioritize it? Because I think that's probably a big component of it. So I think that it's all again about finding your own balance. Not like my schedule mm-hmm. won't work for you. Um, so you know I know what I need to get done in one day, and I just see what can get done when mm-hmm. in my own time you know so like for example like before I had Sophia going to the gym was always at 7 p.m right now I don't know when I'm gonna go to the gym because I have to rely on my husband so as soon as my husband comes home I go to the gym I take my break because I know I need it so it's just about like knowing that I need to do that and I just get it done when I can so for example the gym is when my husband gets home but mm-hmm. other things just you know same thing when Sophia naps I have to respond to some serious emails write pitches do things that I can't do when she's awake mm. so I just organize my day as I go but I know what I need to get done in that day yeah no and I think that's good advice because like some I think even for people who may not have kids mm-hmm. like figuring out when they can fit things in and sometimes that means doing it in a way that they're not used to or doing it in a way that's different. Like waiting for your husband to get home. Like that's become your new normal. Mm -hmm. And I was texting with you recently and you responded with voice notes because you didn't have time to text. Yeah, exactly. And that was perfectly fine, but it was just sort of your, your, um, I guess, way of making what you need to get done, get done with Sophia, your daughter. Yeah, Yeah, I have so many friends that don't respond to me for days because they're busy. And I'm like, I respond to you when I'm, you know, in the bathroom getting ready with Sophia. Like I just use the noise, the voice notes. Yeah. So it's like, you have to like see what it works, but you can get it done. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. What time do you wake up in the morning? Whenever Sophia wakes up. <laughs> That's usually like 6, 37. I don't wake up before Sophia because she does wake up early. So yeah. I just um, wait for my Sophia alarm. That's my new. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Yeah. I'm never like, I've never been like one of those persons like you where you wake up at 4 a.m. Um, but uh, yeah, I woke up. 
I go to bed late. So what time do you go to bed? Like midnight. Oh, that's late. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pretty late. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's way late for my grandma body. Yeah. <laughs> I just, same. I got to get things done. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. And especially if Sophia is going to bed, if your daughter's exactly. going to bed yes. at eight, seven, seven, seven eight. Yeah. yeah. Then you have all that time. Yeah. Do you use all that time to work? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you ever sit back and if you guys like have seen Laura's Instagram, first of all, go look at it. Well, I mean like after this episode, <laughs> but after this episode, go, go look because it looks like you're either constantly working or yeah. you're with your husband or you're with your daughter or you're traveling or you're in the gym. It looks like you're constantly doing stuff, which is great. But do you ever take time to like watch shitty shows? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that's my way of unwinding yeah. as well. So I do a friend's episode every night before mm, bed. Me like, too. That's my yeah. <laughs> I don't get bored of that. Um, so yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do like self-care actions every single day where it can be like a silly thing, a bath or a mask or whatever it is that I do every single day, which kind of like gives me a little moment as well. Mm. Um, going to the gym for me is also a little self-care action yeah. because it, I'm, you know, by myself for an hour, no baby, no husband, no nothing, you know, it's just me. Um, so all of those things do add up for me. So yes, of course, I'm always busy, but I'm also always doing something for me. Mm -hmm. Like I take care of myself. So I feel like it's a good balance and it doesn't get overwhelming to always constantly do something so yeah yeah and more kind of like into delving into like that balance aspect for a lot of women that I know and the women that I'm friends with they're very like career first and then I'll think about a man later mm -hmm. so like I don't have a lot of friends right now who are they maybe they're in a relationship but nobody's planning on getting married in the near future and everybody's kind of pushing that to the back burner mm -hmm. um I know clearly for you, it was important for you to find balance with your career and your relationship. And I think for me too, like I was always, oh, career first, like man second. Like mm -hmm. I don't need to think about that. And then every time I would have a high point in my career or something amazing happening in my career, I'd realize I felt this like almost sense of loss that I didn't have somebody to share it with right. or that I wasn't, you know, advancing in, in my personal life and my love life, the same level that I was advancing in my career life. So I realized that I had to do them at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I want you to like sort of break down if you, was that intentional? Was that just cause sort of by accident that it happened that you were able to build this thriving business and your husband at the same time? Well, I think what works for us too is that he has his own business. So it's easier for us to balance because we're both working 24-7, but at the same time, we can both be flexible taking breaks. So mm. our schedules never conflict because we can both be flexible and we can both puzzle them in, you know? So I feel like that works into the balance of work and our relationship. Also, we take a lot of um, trips so we can both take off whenever we want. Um, and it just works out because during the trip, we both work because we're both entrepreneurs and we both have to work, but it doesn't bother each other that we're working on vacation mm. because that's what allows us to travel often. So I feel like if I had a nine to five boyfriend or husband, I would not be able to fit it in as well because I do have to work until late at night and he would probably get bothered at me because mm. I, you know, I'm not unwinding with him at 5 p.m. Yeah. Um, or vice versa, you know, I would want to take a trip and he wouldn't be able to take off. So I feel like that would be more challenging and it works in our favor that we're both in the same page when it comes to like, you know, our schedules and flexibility. Yeah. I think that's a good point because I don't think it always has to be 
you know, only entrepreneurs are going to have successful right. balanced relationships. No. I think it's like, as long as you have compatibility with your career and your schedule and like the way that you guys like unwind or if it's something else the that lifestyle. you share. Yeah. The lifestyle that you share, whether maybe it's working out after work right. or however it is and you have that time. Yeah. It's definitely about the lifestyle because we both also like to go to the gym. So before having Sophia, we both used to go to the gym together. Yeah. So those were our things and now they're different things, but they're still like things, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like everyone can find a balance, but as long as you share the same lifestyle and have the same, you know, activities that mm-hmm. you like to do together. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I have a new job that has me traveling a lot all around the country and working my little butt off. I was so excited when I got home from all my travels to find my FabFitFun post-spring editor's box. It had all of the amazing things I needed to feel better with and more at home with. So they had this great renewing eye cream from Murad, which let me just tell you, with all the lack of sleep and travel, I needed some brightening, some depuffing, some getting rid of baggage magic, and this was just the trick. It also had a Tarte H2O lotion, which I am currently obsessed with, And these Diff Cruise sunglasses. So just in case I forget the eye cream that day, I can cover up the baggage that way. I am so in love with my box and I was enjoying all of the different gifts that FabFitFun sent me. And then I realized that I had forgotten through all of my travels and all of my work to get my mom a Mother's Day gift. That's when the light bulb went off. Obviously, she needs one of these too. Why would I get her flowers when I could give her a box with full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box? It totally takes the guesswork out of gift-giving because there are so many different options to have that she'll be happy no matter what. It's a gift that your mom is guaranteed to love. It's basically 12 gifts for the price of one. So major win for you and major win for mom. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200 plus in retail value. So this is your one-way ticket to becoming mom's favorite kid. You heard it from me first, guys. This is it. This is what you need. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out, so you need to do it now. Use my code TOOMUCH to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code TOOMUCH to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. What a steal. Go to fabfitfun.com and use my code too much to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box today. And when you first started dating while you were working on your career, was it your intention? Were you purposeful in advancing that and, and being putting the same amount of energy into your relationship as you were into your career? Because I think so many times, like especially type A career-oriented women, we're like, oh, we give 100 
10% to our jobs. And then we give, yeah. you know, 70% to our relationships. And we're like, why am I still single? Like, I don't get it. Right. I, you know, why are all my relationships failing? Yeah. I feel like also you have to focus on one thing at a time when it comes to starting. Mm. So I focused on my career first. And once that took off and it was on the right path and I found a rhythm because it takes a lot of attention, then I could focus on the second thing, which was my relationship. Mm. So then, you know, I incorporated that into my life and I focused on that, but I maintained my career. And then once I had my career and my, you know, relationship, I had my baby. So I feel like you can't do two or three new things at once. Yeah. So I feel that is key as well. So once you're on the right path, at least they can still grow. I'm still growing my career and my husband's growing his um, together. But, you know, you can't focus on starting something from zero together. I feel yeah. like, you know, I think that everything takes a lot of attention. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I think we often hear about like having it all, mm -hmm. you know, and I think the misconception of that is having it all at once or being able to do it all right. at one time, yeah. right? And you can't have it all at once, but you can't like start everything from zero at once because yeah. when you start something from zero, it takes so much more time to figure things out and see what works. So mm -hmm. there's always something that you can incorporate. And then once that takes off, you can incorporate something else. But, you know, we can't have it all. I mean, I'm balancing everything, but there's always something that I focus my attention to completely mm -hmm. and everything else goes on autopilot because I already have my rhythm. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Autopilot. So yeah. autopilot, <laughs> like figuring it out and also like delegating. I'm exactly. sure Exactly. That's a big yeah, part 100%. of what you do. Yeah. And I think, I think like the, even the word balance, I feel like is misleading mm -hmm. because it's not like you're, you know, have scales that you're constantly no. balancing. It's more like a seesaw. Like one yeah. is at high and then the other is down. Yeah. And then it doesn't mean the other is not going to be high again, yeah. but it's not like they're ever level. Yeah. Like I, I feel, I was talking to my friend Kate the other day about my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I feel like every day I'm like checking off a box. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there'll be days when I'm like in the studio all day and like completely focused here, you know, recording a ton of episodes and, you know, taking notes and doing, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah, career box, like check. Mm -hmm. And then there was a day a few weeks ago where I spent like nine to five watching my yeah. boyfriend play in uh, his like alumni baseball game. And I was like, no, girlfriend box, check. Yeah. <laughs> like, like done. Like yeah. I didn't need to stress about my career box because I was like, no, this time I'm allotting mm -hmm. my, my, you know, energy, my efforts to this girlfriend box because I feel like sometimes as women, we feel like we have to be doing it all at once. Like, oh shit, like I should be here and I should be doing emails and I should be preparing for this next thing. And yeah. I should be, you know, posting whatever on Instagram and stuff like that. But I think if you're able to be like, oh, I'm putting this like on the flame now yeah. and the other one's going on the back burner and then you just switch it up. Exactly. And I also like, I think multitasking is great, but you have to know where is okay to multitask. You know, there's always something that you need to focus on, but multitasking on the low end, it's, you know, doable as well. Yeah. What, what things will you not multitask on? Well, it really depends. Like if I am spending quality time with my family, I try to not be on my phone. Mm. Of course, if I have an urgent email or phone call, I'll take it because that's also part of entrepreneurship and knowing that you're working 24-7 and available to my clients 24-7. But if I'm doing quality time, an activity or a trip or something that we're doing or my, me and my husband alone, then I'll definitely 
put my phone away um, unless that happens. You know, yeah. Like call yeah, comes yeah. in. But, um, but yeah, and then multitasking, I can still be with my daughter, watching her cooking and like, you know, responding to an email or posting on social media. Mm-hmm. So those things are okay because you, you don't have to feel guilty. It's life. And I'm able to be with Sophia because I'm working. So I'm okay in my mind as well. You know, I mm-hmm. have to be okay with it too. I'm, I can't feel guilty because I'm on my phone with Sophia because the reason why I can be with Sophia and Sophia is not with the nanny is because I can work. Yeah. Ooh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And being mm-hmm. able to work on that, um, how you perceive. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure people, you really focus on the fact that you're a mom now on your Instagram. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion and a half about how you're being yeah. a mom. <laughs> how do you deal with some of that? Some Honestly, of the I mean, you know, I'm really positive and I- Yeah, you are. I- think that on my Instagram, I'm very like open about the good and the bad. So it's not like only like, oh, my life is perfect. I have everything, you know, and it's not about that. So I feel like because I'm open and I also tell everyone my struggles and what I, you know, stressing with or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I don't get that much shaming but I'm sure people judge. It's just yeah. that I don't get it much. Mm. <laughs> so hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, obviously there is. I just ignore it and keep positive. Like on my Instagram, I it's fine. Yeah. You have an impeccable <laughs> ability to stay positive. Mm. And I think probably part of that is like one, your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing and, and setting out what you believe is your your core beliefs and how you sort of, um, I guess, organize the different aspects of your life in your mm-hmm. mind and how you can achieve all of them. And I think another aspect of that, I wonder, is your travel. Because you travel a lot. I think yeah. you said recently you travel every six weeks. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. So do you think that that is, you know, taking that time is imperative for your mental health, for your relationships? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, because also I don't have day off. In LA, you know, I'm working 24-7, seven days a week, all day. So I feel like I need those little getaways. Also because then it makes me crave the routine and the, you know, busy lifestyle in LA. Yeah. So it's a good balance again. Um, Because Americans, like in general, don't take any vacation time. Like they're so bad at it, but you need yeah, it. I definitely a hundred percent. And I'm still working while I'm on vacation. So it's different, but yeah. that little break and change in your routine and lifestyle, definitely with my mental health is number one, taking a few, you know, like the self-care activities mm. and the travel and all that a hundred percent. Do you ever get like really stressed? I mean, in the past I've had, you know, I have definitely. What stresses you out, Laura? Because I, I, I have a hard time <laughs> believing you ever get stressed. You know, it's true with time, like, and dealing with stressful situations, I've learned to, to not stress. Mm-hmm. Right now, what stresses me is just like little, little life situations where it's like last minute, my husband has a meeting and I, you know, don't have anyone to leave Sophia with. I have no family in town. So like mm-hmm. fearing in those things out, like last minute things, changes, definitely stressful client situation. I'm in PR, obviously there's stressful, you know, situations in work as well. I just try not to get stressed. In the past, it's been worse, you know. But how do you deal with it? Besides, you know, how do you sort of cope with those stressful situations? Number one. Yeah. (laughs) But like now I know that like stressful situations are periods of time and mm-hmm. it won't last forever. So mm-hmm. I just know that it is that moment. I have to deal with it, find a, pa- a 
backup plan, plan B, whatever it is, and then move on. You know, I think that if you're stuck in the stress, then you, that stressful situation, it's longer. So I just try to like move on from it um, and remind myself that it's just that moment, you know, so yeah. you can get over any moment and it'll be fine. It's not like it's forever. So yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. My sort of response to stress is always sort of like paralysis. Mm-hmm. Like I freeze up and yeah. then I don't know what to do, but I think like, I guess I don't phrase it as moving on, but I'll just try to do like one little thing right. that gets me, like pulls me out of that hole. Your and solution. then another little thing. Yeah, any sort of like action, even if it's action that's not towards the solution sometimes, even if it's like going to the gym, going for a run. Yeah. I, I The other day I was feeling, I had major, major Sunday blues mm-hmm. and I was feeling so down and I like didn't know, I couldn't even like clean my room because I was so paralyzed about everything. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take Tucker for a walk. We went totally, on a long yeah. walk and I came back and then I was like, let's go. Like, yeah, chuck, yeah, chuck, yeah. Chuck, sometimes chuck. you need that yeah. break or like a walk. You know, when Sophia is stressed, I, you know, sometimes it stresses me too. So then that's worse for her. So I take a walk. So same thing, you know, whatever works. But with experience also, I think that we get less stressed. So stress is okay because it'll teach you in the future to be less stressed. <laughs> oh, well, look it's at fine. that. It's so good. Um, I Yeah, I think that's, I think that's important for that mindset, right? Like thinking mm-hmm. about stress as something that's temporary. Totally. Because even if it's not even stress, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression, like remembering that it's temporary and that you can get out of it, one, by doing something about it. Or if it's anxiety and depression, maybe that's taking medication. Maybe that's, you know, looking at holistic um, solutions like going to the gym or herbal tea or taking a bath or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you can always get yourself out of whatever situation that you're in. Yeah. And I think remembering that is important. Mm -hmm. And I also think remembering that you don't have to hold yourself to these standards that you see. Because Mm -hmm. like myself, you have, you know, a a great um, Instagram feed that features your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yours is a little bit more uh, prettier than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm sure people see that and they're like, okay, she's got the dog, the house, the husband, the daughter, the (laughs) business, the this, that, and this beautiful Instagram feed. For people that are looking at that, what would you tell them is the biggest misconception about getting caught up in all of that? Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm really honest about it on Instagram as well. And I think that it's all about embracing the stressful, chaotic situations too. So, you know, I always tell people the good and the bad or how I've struggled in the past. Mm -hmm. So I think behind all that pretty feed, you can really read about what has taken me there. So maybe it seems like I have everything and, you know, it's not like I'm complaining, you know, I'm happy where I'm at right now, but I've I've had a lot of struggles in the past. So I think that reading that story can motivate you because, you know, you can get to a better place too. So I just try to be open about like the past, even though it looks perfect now. It, you know, I tell them about how I got here and the problems that I currently am dealing with. So, you know, Instagram are photos. I try to take pretty photos because I'm passionate about it too, because it's, I think, fun, yeah. um, more like a hobby. But yeah, you know, it's all about being honest and telling people what's behind it, which yeah. is true. Yeah. And you're really, really good at that, talking about stuff behind 
the photo talking yeah. about your sleepless nights, yeah, even though it's a cute smiling. So yeah, you're like, exactly. she kept me up all night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. I want to ask you five rapid fire questions that you can answer with one word or a phrase, whatever works okay. for you. What is one thing you couldn't live without? Uh, adventures. Ooh. <laughs> what drives you? Um, to motivate people. I like that. What keeps you positive? Uh, my mindset. Mm. What or who inspires you? My daughter. <laughs> oh, what is your intention? Could be for today. It could be for tomorrow. It could be for your lifetime. Um, to lead with, um, you know, my actions and just prove people that you can get things done no matter how much, you know, people bring you down after. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> That yeah. is so, so good. Laura, this has been amazing. Thank Yay. you so much. Uh, tell people where they can find you so that they too can see your beautiful life, read your story, and be motivated by you. Just that PR boss babe. <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy. And you guys know you can always find me at Hannah Cranston. Please, please, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you have a minute, please rate and review this podcast. It means so, so much to me. And I'm giving shout outs and reading your comments every week. So please do it. Uh, and just a reminder, we'll be coming at you every Wednesday. So buckle up because it's going to be too much to handle. See you next week. Oh!